I'm going to contradict the fuck out of myself the majority of these episodes because guess what, motherfuckers? (laughs) This morning, I woke up in the mood to date. That has nothing to do with this episode. I mean, kind of, I suppose, a little bit. I woke up in the mood to date. I was like, I want to flirt. I was like, what options do I have? I was like, who's my roster? And then I realized, well, you know what? It's been a pretty freaking dry year. It's been a freaking dry lonely in the best way peaceful year so I don't really have much of a roster right now I do have a few prospects and so I went ahead and messaged them (laughs) this morning but who's to say I'm actually gonna follow through with anything maybe I just need a little kick in the adrenaline this morning I don't know here's the thing about like dating life dating life I just don't I can't see myself being very satisfied anymore (laughs) like before okay but Please understand, I haven't dated since 2017, and even then, I was only single for six fucking months, and then before that, the last time I was single was 2014. So dating is not really on the forefront of my mind that often, Um, but then again, I guess it kind of is because I've been in so many fucking relationships one after another after another. I don't know why I'm a relationship girl, but I am. Ace needs to be single for now. I need to I need to have a single spell. This whole year has been been a single spell. I feel like before when I was dating, it was just like looking for someone to have fun with, like looking for someone to make out with, like just looking for someone that wants to have a good time, not like a one night stand, but just, you know, enjoy each other's company like a little bit here and there. But the problem is every time I've done that before, I've immediately gotten to a fucking relationship. Like I've immediately been like, oh, I like you now. You're mine. No, that's so bad of me. That's just so not healthy of past ace because past ace needs to realize that there are a multitude of different standards and expectations to be met. But like a lot of us have expectations right before we're about to date. Like, we're like, I'm looking for someone that is six foot tall, knows a lot about art, has a great music taste, has, you know, a decent relationship with their family. But before, okay, hold on. (laughs) So here's the thing. I just woke up. I'm currently sitting in my office with my pink light on, a candle going, some um, coffee this morning. I just woke up an hour ago and I popped on the podcast. I don't know why I didn't really prepare this morning. I just decided... I'm in the dating mood. Let's tell everyone about it because this doesn't happen often. But when it does, my God, it does. And the reason why I have to be so careful about the dating zone and the dating mood is because I go all in. I go all fucking in. The reason why I've been in nonstop relationships is because I I get along with most people. Like I really do. But that doesn't mean I should date them. Just because I have friendly conversation and, you know, some good makeout sessions doesn't mean I should date them. Ace now knows that. Ace before did not know that. I I would just mold to the relationship and be like, oh, this is my person now. Let's go do life together. And then we start doing life together and we realize we're like completely opposite individuals that um, do life in a completely opposite way, but now we're enmeshed and we have to do things um, together. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. So this round of me dating, you know, I have no idea what's to come, but I was like, next year, 2024, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to date around, you know, I might, and I, you know, I might not. (laughs) 
I might completely um, just say no. I might scratch this, but 2024 sounds fun to date. But how do I date and not let a rock star with really low standards sweep me off my feet? Like, how do I make sure that I don't fall for a stinky musician that doesn't shower that often and makes a lot of excuses about why he's still a mama's boy? I need to stay away from the six foot stinky musicians. Um, I just do, but I can't. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. In fact, two months ago, <laughs> two months ago, oh man, I'm just exposing my life, I suppose, this morning. Two months ago, I was going to the Kiss concert. Oh, I shouldn't admit this. I shouldn't admit this. I was going to the Kiss concert in Dallas and I was like, oh, who's the opening band? Oh, cool. A band called Amber Wild. Ooh, they're cool. Who's this? And I start looking them up and then I'm like, oh my fucking God, the lead singer is Evan Stanley. Who's the, who's Paul Stanley, the lead singer of Kiss, who's Paul Stanley's son. And oh my God, let me just say first off, the band is fucking bomb. Oh, <laughs> that's my cat having an anxiety attack asking to come inside. He's outside right now. Tang! <laughs> okay, hold on. So on top of Evan Stanley being in the opening band, Amber Wilde, that's opening for Kiss, um, we also have a friend in common, like a really good friend. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to shoot my shot. Here it is. I'm going to shoot my shot. I'm going to DM this guy and say, we have a friend in common. I've heard you're awesome. Here's my number. Meet me after the show. We're going to fall in love. Let's make out in front of Gene Simmons. Let me fly on his God of Thunder thing like... I just had a feeling it was all going to work out. He did have a girlfriend, so it didn't work out. But you know what? I did give him my number. We do have a friend in common. He is a six-foot, likely stinky rock star um, that's the lead singer of this band. And there's no point to this other than I need you guys to keep me away from them. Like God or someone kept me away from Evan. I mean, also his girlfriend is just gorgeous. We love gorgeous. We love gorgeous rock star girlfriends also. Fucking love. So good for her. Um, bad for me. It's not bad for me because I do have a few lined up. But it doesn't mean I need to go there. You see what I mean? It doesn't mean I need to go there because what I'm into doesn't actually match my standards. Doesn't match the like the type of men and women that I'm into. It doesn't like I don't attract the right type of person that I need for myself. So I think having expectations of a partner is slightly okay, but you can't expect them to follow through with anything whatsoever. Like that's what I want to get at today because any expectations, all expectations are just kind of fucking painful. Like there's this quote by Sylvia Plath, if you expect nothing from anybody, you're never disappointed. And disappointment, feeling the feeling of disappointment, that is just, that's just not a good feeling. That's something that can ruminate in your body and make you not feel good in the long run. And um, I just think that talking about expectations, whether it's dating or personal expectations of yourself or friendships or other people or holidays, um, this is just a good topic to take into the new year, especially right now, um, especially around holidays. Like it's just a big topic because we all know around holidays, we have gatherings. At gatherings, we have questions, questions to be answered, questions to not be answered. Like, you know, you have the grandma at, at Christmas that's like, hey, honey, 
when are you getting married? And you're like, Grandma, I love my cats more than I can even consider dating anyone. Like, Grandma, I'm not even kind of dating. Grandma, I love my vibrator. Grandma, leave me the fuck alone. But Grandma is expecting you to have kids soon because that's what her parents expected out of her. You know, so there are just all these expectations put on us. And then we have fucking New Year coming up. We have the new year coming up and expectations also like go along a lot with age. Like society is obsessed with accomplishments by a certain age. It's like, oh, by 30, I'm going to have a big fucking house of 10 kids and um, a husband that buys me a $50,000 ring. The fuck? That's probably, I mean, you know what? That can happen. But if it doesn't happen by age 30, then don't think it's not going to happen. And then we have friends and expectations. Friends and expectations can honestly kind of be like the worst because you can expect your friends to follow through with something or you can expect your friends to show up for you or maybe you're really sad and you're expecting someone to understand or lend you a hand and you don't, but you don't say to them, I need a hand. Like you're just expecting them to reach out to you to be there for you and then you're disappointed because no one does. Having expectations and friendships I think is just being kind of honest, I think it's a little bit immature. I think it's not very respectful of us to ourselves to have expectations of friendships um, because come on, <laughs> like, come on, it's fucking 2023. Do we really expect our friends to follow through? Our friends have other lives. Our friends are also overstimulated as fuck and overwhelmed as fuck. Like that's just the nature of being alive. So having expectations of people can just be so shitty. And it can be shitty to your own life because it's not them. It's not them. It's you. If they don't follow through over and over and over again, okay, fine. We can put them in a certain category. We can't expect them to show up. We can't expect them to be there for you like in big in big things for yourself. We can't expect them to celebrate you when we want you to be celebrated. But you can celebrate you. You can celebrate you. You can communicate to your grandma. Grandma, I love my cats and my vibrator, period. Whatever her response is, if she drills you with more questions, if she interrogates you with more questions at the family parties or the family holidays, so fucking be it. And then, oh my God, I'm going all over the place, but there's just so many expectations put on us. Another example is being in a relationship and not meeting parents yet. And the other person, like one person is really anxious for the parents to approve of the other person. So it's like you expect your partner to be really well behaved, to be really well dressed, to be on their best behavior in front of your parents because you want your parents to like them. Well, what if they had a really shitty day and they agreed to meet your parents and they're still going to meet your parents, but they don't want to dress up. They just want to be them going to the dinner. And this is also an example for my real life because when I met my partner, when I met my partner's parents for the first time I dressed up as someone that was not me I wore like long sleeve v-neck I wore a bra you guys if you know me I don't fucking wear bras I don't wear bras and curl my hair in the same day what so the first time I met my boyfriend's parents I was I looked preppy and I was like in the biggest indie sleaze phase like of my life like I had just gotten all the pink out of my whole head like I had a pink head and had just gotten like four tattoos the day before and here I am sitting at a dinner table around the holidays 
um, talking about God, even though at the time I didn't believe in it, with curly hair, lip gloss, and a bra on. Who am I? Who am I? That set the whole relationship up to fail. (laughs) You know, that set the whole... That was my fault. That was my bad. I could have done better. But I wanted his fucking parents to like me. And also, being honest, like, that was one of our first fights is he expected me to want to meet his parents like really soon within like two months and I'm like bro we're we're barely fucked why would I want to meet your parents um I mean that whole relationship moved so fast we also said I love you within like the first month red flag red flag all the red flags but I remember him being upset with me because I was like I don't want to meet your parents yet we've only known each other for two months what are you talking about what do you what do you mean you're mad at me because I've I don't want to go to dinner with your family two months after meeting you. But you know what? That's where he comes from. Like, like his small town is like that. Like, they're very much like, we want to meet the family immediately. We want to meet the girlfriend immediately. We want to talk to her 24-7 and call her our sister and act like she's a part of the family immediately. And, you know, that's cool. Like, that can be super loving and accepting and um, some situations. But for me personally, that's just not what I needed. And I didn't know how to communicate. "Mm, This is not what I expect out of my partner. But this is what you expect out of me. How are we going to find some middle ground? Because we have to. Um, And we didn't. So it's like in relationships, I think in all relationships across the board, whether it's friendships or dating or even parents or best friends, like, I think that we really need to spend some time me looking myself in the mirror, spend some time figuring out what the fuck I expect out of someone. And not only do I need to figure out what I expect out of them as a friend, as a partner, whatever, I need to communicate that. I need to learn how to communicate what I need for myself out of these people that I'm allowing into my life. Because that's what you're fucking doing. Let's be real. It's a privilege for them to enter your life. So if they're entering your life with low standards and low expectations of themselves... No, we can just do better. I think that we can just like maybe do better going forward. If you're under like the age of, I mean, I don't fuck. It doesn't matter how old you are. If you have had relationship experience and if you haven't had relationship experience, either way, this applies. People can treat you shitty without you realizing it. And they think that they're treating you normal and that there's no problem, but it really comes down to you. It comes down to what you are expecting out of yourself and you're expecting for your life. Okay, but let's talk about expectations of yourself also. Whoa, expectations of yourself. Why do we all have such fucking high expectations of ourselves? Like, why do we expect ourselves to deliver 100% when we're not feeling 100%? Why do we expect ourselves to give and give and give when we're not being given to, when we're not, we're not being put back into? The expectations you have on other people really reflects the expectations you have on yourself. But it's about neutralizing the reaction so like again like let's say that you have a big expectation of yourself for 2024 by march you want to have uh, 10,000 followers um but but someone dies and sorry that's rough that's rough someone passed away this week in my life so yeah um but someone dies and then you you honestly need like two months to grieve and you're not able to get to your march goal Well, what do you do then? You're disappointed in yourself, but you needed time to grieve. You needed time. You need you like, how are you supposed to meet that goal when the two months that you took to grieve fueled you for the rest of the year rather than ignoring the grief and continuing to go? 
I don't know if I'm making sense at this point, but expectations on yourself can be the worst. Like that can be the added pressure in your life that you just don't fucking need. So I just wanted to say I would highly encourage you and me to take time to look at what the fuck we expect out of other people. Like, do we really expect our best friends to be there for for us 24 seven or even like our moms, our dads, our sisters, our brothers, our partners, our fiancés, our husbands. Do we really expect them to be there for us 24 fucking seven? And if so, why? Why are you not self-sufficient? Why do you expect them to be there for you 24 seven? Why do you expect someone to change after they've shown their true colors over and over and over? Why do you expect that the conversations at the holiday parties are going to be any different than what they've been every other year? All this is, is getting in control of your life and getting in control of your reactions so that things don't surprise you. So that when someone doesn't show up for you on a really important day, you're not surprised by it. You can just accept it. They were busy. They couldn't show up for me. It's okay. It's no big deal. But that's where you also communicate, hey friend, I know you didn't show up for me this time or last time, but it would mean so much to me if you show up for me next time. Or by March, if you don't hit those goals, it's okay. I took the time to grieve and now I can move that goal back another six months because I have even more energy than I thought I had before. I have I have even more life experience and perspective than I had before. Overall, lower your fucking expectations. That's a way that we're going to be happier. That's a way that we're going to feel more confident. When someone doesn't show up, no big deal. Okay. So what am I going to do like with dating? How am I going to not have expectations of these people but at the same time I'm gonna have expectations so that the livelihood of my personal life gets better like the next person I date I am not expecting to fall in love with them and if I fall in love with them you guys better fucking save me come save me because I'm not trying to fall in love okay you hear me do you hear me I hope you hear me this is not an expectation this is an order if I fall in love with a six foot stinky rock star and you see me posting that shit publicly come get me I give you permission to come get me, get me out of that, get me in aerospace, man, get me an accountant. I need a fucking doctor around here. Actually, no, they have high suicide rates. I need a non-dentist. I need, oh my God. What else I was going to say is gifts, gifts and expectations during the holidays. I used to have very high expectations of gift giving. Can't deny it. My love languages, gifts might be in the top three. I'm not, most people I know, gifts is number five, not me. I love gifts. I love giving and receiving gifts. Um, However, during the holidays, I used to have high expectations, not of my friends, but of my partner to get me things I enjoyed um, without telling him what I enjoyed or telling her what I enjoyed. What? How are we going to expect, like, do I expect them to read my mind? Do I expect them to know my fucking Christmas list without me even writing it out? Why am I being so stupid? So that was a point of contention in my relationship too, because the first couple of years I was with my partner, he didn't get me anything. In fact, I remember one year he got me one vinyl record and that was it. And that's fine. His family was not much of a gift giving family though. Like that's where, again, we just kind of come from different backgrounds and he didn't, expect that of himself to give good gifts and I expected him to give good gifts so the next year I was like hey I expect better gifts (laughs) they're a part of my love language it is how I a part of how I receive love 
So I'm communicating to you, if you could do a little better at this, it would just make me happy. A lot of what I'm doing too is just literally speaking from experience. That's all I want to do to my for my sisters is I keep thinking about like if they were sitting right in front of me right now and having situations with their friends or their partners and they're talking about expectations like what the fuck would I tell them? I would literally tell them to drop their expectations and work on themselves because people are disappointing and that's not a sad thing. I mean, with Sylvia Plath, maybe, (laughs) if you expect nothing from anybody, you're never disappointed. I mean, Sylvia Plath is, you know, an American poet and novelist. And for her to suggest that having no expectations can shield us from disappointment, I think that's kind of accurate. Um, But at the same time, I do think that having a few expectations and also having hope kind of puts a little bit of light and spark in your body and keeps you going. So I think there's a healthy way to have expectations and it's mostly just of yourself, but to not react when you don't meet those expectations and to not put them in stone. Like again, if you have an expectation of yourself to, you know, have 10,000 followers by or just to reach a certain goal by a certain age and you don't do it, it's okay. Like, it's really okay. I'm fucking 28. I did not expect for myself to be where I am right now. In fact, this is not what I expected out of myself at all. I think that most people might have expected me to be out of the fucking country forever, out of the state at the very least for fucking ever, doing some big wig shit in the music industry. And here I am in fucking Oklahoma, happier, comfier, more focused than I've ever been in my entire life. But I do kind of feel that pressure of what other people are expecting out of me. And I've had to remove myself from it. And the more that I remove myself from it, the more wholesome life is. The more in control of my own life I am. To not have expectations, that's how we remain happy. Um, To not expect that the rock star is not going to stink. That's just so silly. Why wouldn't the rock star stink? That's the aesthetic. We got to like anti-expectations of ourselves, of other people, of Christmas gifts, of the nanas. Tell me something good. What are you doing for this holiday season? Where are you going? Are you doing good? Are you feeling pretty happy? Are you feeling pretty sad? Are you excited for 2024? Are you not excited for 2024? When you look back at 2023, are you happy? Are you proud of yourself? Are you disappointed in yourself? What could you have done better? And see, even that's that question, what could you have done better? That's an expectation question. Because if you expected yourself to do better, nah. We just got to meet ourselves where we are. The only true way to combat expectations is to have radical acceptance. And that's why I wanted to introduce that to you early from the get-go. Because radical acceptance is just saying, whoa, that's how this person expects this situation to go whoa, I expect it to go a way different way. That is what it is. Those were our expectations. It doesn't have to go your way or my way. Let's just drop it and meet in the middle. Less compromise, more standard meeting, less expectations. So it's not just about the stinky rock stars or the middle-aged, gorgeous lesbians. It's just about you. And what you expect out of yourself, what you expect for your partner to be like, like what, if they're different than what you expect out of them, love them. That's just them. Don't, why are you expecting more? Why, that's, that shows way more about you than it does them. 
Why are you expecting more out of them when they can't give it? Clearly, girl, drop it. Um, I put a little note in last week's episode that I've been listening to a ton of, how the fuck do you say it? Manskin? Is it manskin? Mainskin? Manskin. Manskin. <laughs> I have no idea how you say that band, but I'm totally fucking loving them. Like, just loving manskin. Um, let's see, what else have I been listening to? What are you listening to right now? I can't deny that I listen to so many fucking podcasts nowadays. Like, you want to know my roster? You want to know my real roster? This is not the dating roster. This is my podcast roster, which honestly is kind of the same at this point. Number one, who the fuck have I learned about this year that I'm obsessed with? That I think we're all obsessed with? Motherfucking Alex Cooper. Motherfucking Alex Cooper is a beast. She's a beast at her job. She's a beast at podcasting. I love the way she fucking communicates. Um, I also absolutely love Emma Chamberlain. I love her random ass shit and her loneliness. I so fucking relate. Obsessed. Also though, if you don't know who the Giggly Squad is, that's another podcast I fucking love. But like in Giggly Squad, they are just two friends talking about like whatever the fuck is going on in the world that week and then some random things. On Same with Alex Earl. And then with um, Anything Goes with Emma Chamberlain, she just talks about random fucking topics. And then Alex Cooper, we know relationships, sex, drama. She's just a fucking queen. Oh, duh. Also, Tana Mojo. Tana, where have I been? I just learned about her last month. And oh my God, I can't stop. She posted about losing a veneer. If you've ever lost a veneer, me too. Please, dear God, don't make me lose a veneer anytime soon because that is the worst thing ever to happen. I've lost, I have veneers, so there's that. I only have like six, actually five. I recently lost one and I'm not trying to pay $1,500 to get another one because I've already done that three times. So um, I have five veneers <laughs> at the moment and I'm loving it. Yep. Okay, I'm going to end this. Okay, this is going to take so fucking long to edit because I'm just sitting here talking about the most random shit. What do I expect out of myself? Not much. <laughs> Not much. I'm going to lower my expectations of myself next year and just fucking date around. I hope you have super beautiful happy holidays. You tell granny, shut the fuck up. And next time you hear from me, it will be after Christmas and we will be one week away from the new year. And then that means one year away from me being 30. Ah!